The other week, I read an article from my local newspaper talking about the continuous decline in participation around the arts. Of course, when I go to Netflix or Spotify or look at the schedule of popular music concerts at large venues, it doesn't really seem that way. In fact, if you were to just look at the music, TV, and streaming industry, it almost looks as if there's a new album, TV show, live tour, or movie coming out with increasing frequency. I mean, look at the Taylor Swift Eras Tour. According to the Associated Press, this series of concerts have grossed about $1 billion. And yes, that's billion with a B. So from the outside looking in, it actually seems like the live arts and entertainment industry is doing pretty well. From sold out concerts and massive tours to some of the highest grossing movies at the box offices, it's hard to deny that these sectors of the industry are doing very well. But what about the other sectors of the arts and entertainment industry? Local symphonies and philharmonic groups, along with dance and opera companies around the U.S. have been struggling for years. And now, we are seeing a swath of season cancellations, massive layoffs, and a lack of funding across the board as an effect. We are watching the death of these arts organizations and their storytelling mediums in real time. One of the things that I think about constantly is the depth of emotion and individual vocabulary involved in all forms of storytelling. For example, if you listen to Prokofiev's First Symphony, there are no words to express what is being communicated, but it can be felt, sensed, and embodied on a different cellular level. Instead of the story being overt with its messaging and delivery, it's a bit more cryptic and mysterious. This can make the act of enjoying, and in quotations, understanding the music a bit more vulnerable, which can be a somewhat uncomfortable feeling or effort. The same is true for a dance performance. The, again, in quotations, definition or meaning of the story and movements may not make as much sense to us immediately. But allow yourself to get lost in the movements and the music, and now the performance has a completely different significance to each of us. I guess what I'm trying to say is this. Sometimes we look to find meaning in the collective, and we look to the collective to find meaning. Instead, meaning and significance can be found and defined individually. The more we rely on confirmation around our interpretation of the meaning or significance of something, the less inclined we will be to search for and find meaning in anything. Whether it be a movie, a popular album, a Salvador Dali painting, a sculpture or work of expressionist and abstract art, the purpose of their existence is to not only tell a story, but to also instill a sense of thought in anyone that views any type of the aforementioned art. If we are not thinking about the art we see, then we are not allowing ourselves the vulnerability of introspection or becoming curious in and about the world around us. 
It can be scary to find meaning in things when we're in charge of defining it. Your view might be questioned, there might not be consensus around it, and you might ultimately feel uncomfortable. Since our experiences are so varied and our perspectives so influenced by the variabilities in those experiences, it would behoove us to diffuse our thoughts and perspectives with others. You might just learn something new. And what we learn can be about the art we view or the person we're talking to. We could even learn to view the world in a completely different way through this process. As long as we do not disparage these differing perspectives, we ultimately grow as a consequence of this process. Where am I going with this? Well, I think these are the exact reasons we should go and participate in our local art scenes. These are the reasons we should go to a performance or exhibition, to view incredible mediums of expression and follow the trajectory of the diffusion of ideas from artist to society. When viewed like this, art seems to be a little bit less stuffy. It seems to be a little bit less difficult to appreciate, and the barriers to valuing its power slowly disappear. One of the most amazing things about this generation in the arts is that it is so much easier to access art than it ever has been. Just go to your local favorite arts organization's website, and they will list what types of discounts and deals they have available. You'd be surprised how affordable and fun these formerly bourgeois experiences can be. In fact, a lot of these events even boast free admission, and who doesn't like free things? My point is that yes, viewership around what are considered the classical mediums of art, as well as what are considered the traditional ways of participating in those art forms might be declining. But we are living in a completely different era of arts viewership and storytelling. And how exciting is it that we actually have the power to define how art is viewed, interpreted, and appreciated for generations to come. All we need to do is show up with an open mind and continue to celebrate our appreciation for the stories and creativity around and within us.